Boy, I wish I had a free trip. Every time someone asks me, how can you afford to take free trips? This is podcast number 16, and I'm going to talk about how to travel for virtually nothing. I'm going to tell you some of my secrets, and if you're really patient, you too can travel for virtually nothing. I'm Felicia Demas with Imagination Travel and Tips. I am one of the fortunate people who get to work in a field that they love, and without sounding too cheesy, I really love to help people. Not like a medical field type thing. God bless those people. I'm so grateful to them. But I mean people who want to travel and they're nervous or they don't have the time or the desire to plan their trips. And there are a lot of people like this. Even if they've planned their own trips, but they just want cultural tips or maybe they give me everything that they've done or they want to do and ask me to make an efficient agenda. I'll do that. And I love doing that. Well, maybe I'm digressing a little bit. So let me tell you what I do to travel for very little. First of all, I have a Capital One credit card. There are a lot of credit cards and they all offer something really great. If you are a loyal hotel chain member, which I also think is important, then you should get a credit card that gives you bonus points for that hotel. But, and the same with airlines and even rental car companies. But let's say you have like um, a credit card for an airline, like say Southwest, and you build up all these frequent flyer points and that's great, but only on Southwest. Maybe one day you want to travel to Europe and Southwest doesn't fly there. But Capital One, they give you points for any kind of travel that you want. Southwest Airlines, Singapore Airlines, it doesn't matter. The Marriott, yeah, that little mom and pop B&B, it does not matter. You merely book your trip, then you redeem the accumulated points and you don't get charged for staying there. It does take a while to build this up, sure, but if you're going to use a credit card for things anyway, like groceries and gas, why not use a card that will let you travel for free one day? Some purchases, you'll get two times the value and sometimes even three times the value. Capital One also will reimburse you for your global entry renewal. If you don't know what that is, go back and listen to podcast number 15, where I talk about global entry. Another thing is, if you can handle a lot of emails, you can sign up for all kinds of travel notifications. Now, this is what I do for a living. So I thoroughly enjoy getting these emails. You may not. But every once in a while, I'd get a notice of a one-day sale or buy one, get one free thing. And it can be airlines or cars or anything. If you end up paying for a flight, say if you want to save your points from your credit card, you can get some really amazing deals by looking at Scott's Cheap Flights. They run sales and will update you on upcoming flights. You may decide where you want to go just based on that. Obviously, going off-season is just much more economical. Maybe you don't want to visit South America in the summer. Can't say I really blame you for that because it's boiling hot. But the rates are going to be considerably better for hotels and flights. Going to Germany in February is freezing cold, rainy, and windy. But you're going to save a lot of points and you can always bundle up. 
Almost any time of the year is inexpensive for some countries like Thailand, Vietnam, Cambodia, even if you go in their high season, which is January, February. Delta, a lot of people don't know this, it, they will give you miles if you checked your luggage and it's more than 20 minutes later than when your domestic flight, that would be U.S. flights and Puerto Rico, arrive. So if you've been, if, there, if a flight arrives at 9 a.m. and you saunter on down to baggage claim at 9.20, there's still not a bag showing up. Not your bag, <laughs> but a bag then you can get some points. So if you, if you ever need to know what that website is, let me know and I can send that to you. Another thing you might consider, depending on how far the flight is or how long or what you're in the mood for, premium economy seats instead of business class. While I'm talking about that, I also wanna point out that economy seats, the basic economy, they are gonna be considerably less than even premium, but you gotta be mindful that they are gonna charge you if you check your luggage. Some airlines charge, even if you have a carry-on, even a purse, um, they charge extra if you wanna get your seat assignment ahead of time. When you add all that up, it might be better to go with premium economy. Train travel in Europe is really great and it's worth the savings if you don't go first class. Also, I think if you travel not in first class, you kind of tend to socialize with the people more if that's your thing. Now, if you're traveling with a lot of people, sometimes home type accommodations like apart hotels, Airbnb, VRBO, those can be less expensive than having separate hotel rooms. They also allow you to cook a few meals. Alternatively, you can stay at hotels that have free breakfasts, eat a whole lot, and skip lunch. Be aware though that even if a hotel includes a free breakfast, you might still find that foregoing the free breakfast will save some money on your, your rate. In other words, it's not really free. If you like a cocktail in the afternoon before you go out, Maybe buy a bottle of local wine or alcohol and enjoy this in your room, but skip the mini bar unless you really, really, really want to spend a whole lot of money. Um, speaking of money, mini bars, you can also sometimes in some of them, you can grab a Coke if you want, don't get housekeeping, and then the next day replace that Coke from the store. But you, know, you gotta be really careful. Some mini bars, will charge you the minute, even if you just pick it up, there's a sensor. Um, lunch for me is often just a snack. There are some really interesting foods to try in foreign countries' grocery stores. Go in, get a bag of their version of Bugles and Snickers flavored milk, and then go outside and sit on a park bench. Maybe not your healthiest, but it's very economical. I also cut back on some luxury items when I'm at home because it makes me enjoy the trip much more if I've got the money before I go. One time, and only one time, I put my entire trip on a credit card, and then I paid for it when I got back home for several months. And it kind of takes the, the pleasure out of the trip. So save up before you go. I also set up a budget before I go, and I mean on every single trip. And then when I get a little extra, maybe I saved a little bit 
and use coupons at the grocery store or whatever, then I update my spreadsheet and I include every single trip expense that you can imagine. Not just the obvious ones like flights, but even the small ones like gas to get to the airport and tips and an extra SD card if I take a camera. So cutting back at home on small expenses will add to the travel bucket. When you check into a hotel, you can ask for an upgrade. Worst case is they say no. And the same goes for flying. If you're polite, the chances are greater that they're gonna upgrade you. Something else you can do to travel and have accommodations and meals included is to do volunteer work. Plus, you get to do something very helpful to people in need. There are organizations out there like that, and if you're interested in finding out more, then just either call me or shoot me a text or an email. If you want to see some top performances, well, you may have to stand in line for a while, but tickets sold the day of are less expensive, sometimes 60 to 75% less than they are if you get them in advance. I would risk this if it weren't a must-see event. Don't risk it if it's something you absolutely have to see. One thing I have done in the past is have a travel partner. We took turns paying for things. So if I had a free voucher for a hotel and she had a free voucher or a credit for an airline, we'd both contribute to the trip and then switch up the next time. This means sometimes sharing a room with someone, which I don't like to do, but it is a way to cut back on travel costs. There are organizations that will assign you with a travel companion, and if you're interested in those details, give me a shout. If you cruise, the least expensive cabin is an inside cabin. If you're going to a destination that's famous for the landscape, you might not want to do that, especially if you plan on sitting out on a balcony. But if all you're gonna do is use your cabin for a bit of sleep, inside cabins are considerably less expensive. I also use a consolidator for cruises. The more you use them, the more you build up loyalty points, and that can translate into dollars saved. The way a consolidator works is that company buys a tremendous amount of space on a cruise ship, and then they are able to sell it to you where they make a little profit, but it's still less expensive than if you had booked directly with them. And I also use them, so feel free to call me on that. I almost always use public transportation as opposed to Uber or a taxi. Now, I've talked a lot about cutting back, and that may not be the most luxurious way to travel, especially in the areas that you may cut back, you may not like that. So you kind of have to decide if that's what you really want. But if you cut back, you get to know the locals and then the local way of life a little bit more, which I always want to do. Some of my best memories have been interacting with people, even if I'm just sitting in the park eating a baguette and cheese or bagels and Snickers flavored milk. <laughs> Many cities in the U.S. and most overseas have free museums or there are free admission days. Walking around the main areas of town, well, that's a great form of entertainment and it costs you nothing. Most of my inexpensive travel comes from miles or points, 
But if you were thinking, cutting back here and there won't matter, well, just listen to what my parents always said. Watch your nickels and dimes and your dollars will take care of themselves. I hope you enjoyed this podcast and I would love to hear from you. If you have other ways that you have been able to save money, which will allow you to travel for virtually nothing, please put some comments in here or send me a message. Thanks. Looking forward to talking to you again.